0: I'm a little teapot. No, I'm just kidding. This is our farewell to podcasting. I have a couple of different song lyrics up here because that's the way my brain works. My first one, see if you guys can guess this. This is the end. My only friend, the end. Now for one that's a little bit more obscure. The end is the beginning is the end. I'll give you a hint. It was on a superhero movie from the 80s. Early 90s. I can't remember which. It was a sequel to one, but yeah. It was on the soundtrack to that.
1: Please tell me it wasn't the terrible second Highlander movie.
0: No. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> a... I said superhero. Not so much on the super, more just the hero aspect of it. I couldn't tell you what movie that was from. Not the hero that we need, but the one that we deserve. Not that movie, but there's another hint. We'll still like draw in a blank. Yeah. Do you want me to say it on here? Yeah, you might as well. That's a song by Smashing Pumpkins from the soundtrack to Batman Forever. Huh. Yes. So, guys, in this episode, we're going to discuss our journey through podcasting. Where it all started, where it led us, and why we're stepping away from it. But before we get started, Will, what's been going on with you this week? I have been converting
1: a set of Visual Basic 6 applications to run in .NET. There is a free tool that does some of the work. There's a lot of the lifting. That free tool, the latest version of Visual Studio that it ran in was Visual Studio 2008. Wow. But because I'm a complete digital hoarder, I still had all the disks I needed and I was able to spin up a Windows XP VM and put that sucker on there and I've managed to work my way through most of the actual conversion work. I could not patch XP because of the HTTPS issues manually. So I had to go out and find stuff on the internet archive. It's not on Microsoft site anymore. Of course not. Yeah. And so like, it's pretty gnarly getting everything, but I did get it all running
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: and uh, it was weird hearing the XP sounds again.
0: Oh yeah. But
1: it's like, if you had a first car that was kind of a junker and it like shook and made noise, we call it mine squealer. Yeah. Well, like it would be like getting in that car today where you're like, yeah, I I miss the memories, but now I remember why they're memories. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I've been
0: dealing with this week for the most part. So I, uh, got to do a bit of of sequel today. That was kind of fun creating a view. I, I like, getting to do the kind of lower level stuff like that. Sunday, I got to play a brand new song that I've never played before on stage. Like normally we have new stuff on in practice before you actually play it in front of people. But our worship director changed the set because of one of the singers and forgot that she had scheduled me and I hadn't played that song. So when I messaged her earlier in the week asking some questions about it, she was like, I completely forgot that I scheduled you. It's like, if it's too much, it's okay. You just let me know. I was like, no, I'm going to learn this song. I will have it down by Sunday. Don't worry. And I did. I won't say that I was absolutely perfect with it. I did make a few mistakes here and there, but I kind of rocked it my own little way. I was like really excited about that. It was a, It's kind of a really upbeat, fun song. And so just looking out at people like dancing in the aisles and stuff to that song was so amazing. Yeah, that was really, really cool. Saving money is hard, especially when you have a podcast. (laughs) True that, yo. Podcasts are straight up expensive. Lucas Casadas is a fee-only certified financial planner He owns and runs Level Up Financial Planning virtually out of Fort Collins, Colorado. And just like us at Complete Developer Podcast, he
1: focuses on helping you to not only establish a real plan, but also to take action on that plan so that you can live your best life.
0: Guys, investing in financial planning services really comes down to whether or not you can improve your finances. With the help of Level Up, the compounding impact of making those better financial decisions will easily pay for itself. Level Up also has a unique pricing model that will help you no matter where you are in your financial journey. And best of all, Lucas is a fiduciary for his clients. What that means is he's not here to sell you a product, but to guide you to a better financial situation. And you can catch his podcast, Techie
1: Personal Finance Bootcamp, where he covers financial topics that you probably face and he interviews other IT professionals who share how they navigated their own careers. You can also learn more
0: at levelupfinancialplanning.com. Guys, you should really, really check that out. I know this is our our last time going through that ad, but uh, Lucas is a great guy. We've been friends with him for years, and he's helped a lot of people. So definitely check him out. Podcasting has definitely been a journey for both of us. When we started, I wasn't even a developer, and Will was working for himself. We've been through a lot. I got my first job and talked about it on this podcast. Will moved into a full-time position, and even did some software architecture. He had that in the intro at one point in time, as that's what he was wanting to do. Now, eight years later, I'm leading a team of developers, and Will is, well, back to working for himself. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm back to working for myself, but I'm, I'm wiser than I was before, because like, my pipeline for getting work back then
0: just was horrific, and I've fixed that. Yeah. Guys, it has been an amazing journey with you uh, all these years. This is, like I said, eight years that we've been doing this. We've both learned a lot about ourselves, about programming, leadership, and audio engineering. Well, I've learned about audio engineering. I'm better at editing (laughs) audio than I used to be. Uh, That's mainly (laughs) as a
1: consequence of uh, Russian class, though, more than anything else. True that, yeah. But yeah, and I think the other thing, too, is just like that content production and thinking through and systematizing that that's yeah, we had to learn that we did. So, you know, it's been an interesting journey, but like all things, it can't last forever. Sometimes you just hit a point where you realize that you are capable of going on, but your heart isn't in it or you actually want to do something else. And that's kind of where we both are over the last year. We, I think we've both been fighting that valiantly and We've enjoyed our time podcasting, and it's been, like we said, a very memorable eight years. And honestly, what has happened is the podcast has forced us both to change repeatedly. We've had to grow up. We've had to get more focused. We've had to just, I mean, really push ourselves a lot. The person I was when I started this, like I'd smack him upside the head today. I'd, I'd have a hard time being patient with who I was, and I thought I was doing pretty well. It's a huge change. and that. Change is really the reason that we're stepping away from it now. We've gained a lot of skills. We have much larger goals than we had before. Like, I mean, crap, when I we started podcasting, you know, one of the things that, that has struck me is I planned my day, right? I would figure out, here's the stuff I've got to do today, right? And now I'm looking at, you know, one year long plans on average. And... I have that much structure and that much ability to control chaos in my life where I can actually do that reasonably. And that's a huge thing. And, you know, the deal is, is we both have gotten comfortable with more difficult things, sometimes with things that we didn't think we'd ever do. And some of that was the confidence coming off the podcast. Like I used to be painfully shy to the point where I would have a panic attack and beach remembers this. Everybody else My wife remembers it too. And some other friends of ours do. But like most people I go, I used to be really painfully shy and would literally have a panic attack if I was in a crowded room or, you know, God forbid, asked to speak. And people think I'm lying when I say that now. Man, the podcast has been a large part of that. I didn't think I would write two books. I didn't think, I sure didn't think I'd be podcasting for eight years. I didn't think I'd be doing all the public speaking and stuff I've done. I didn't think I could learn a foreign language effectively. Beach probably was in the same boat and especially like the musical instruments and stuff.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I have tried and found out. I actually had some talent or skill at that. I never would have had we not gotten into podcasting.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think the foreign language learning too. I mean, we both took other languages, right. And we never were able to really stick the landing like we wanted. But we both have the discipline now and we know how to structure things for ourselves. And and the podcasting experience has done that. Yeah, most people do not see behind the scenes. They don't realize just how much stuff really goes into an episode. And you and I were talking, we think that it's probably what, 10 or 12 hours?
0: Yeah, every week. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's a chunk. <laughs> that is no joke. That's a lot of work. But getting it down to that level uh, was a big deal. I remember early
0: on, when we first started, it would take me about 10 to 12 hours to edit an episode. Yeah. And, you know, we messed up in the audio. We said ums and ahs all the time.
1: I would drink a lot of beer. And so would you. <laughs> I know. Because we drink, you know, like drink like dragon's milk. <laughs> so you get like the high gravity stout. And mm-hmm. because I would get to a point in the episode, eight or 10 minutes in usually, where I'm like, holy crap, I'm talking in front of 50 people right now.
0: Yes, and he would freeze up and I would have to carry the conversation for the next five or six minutes. Yeah, Yeah, just because I was
1: not able to handle that. And now it's like, well, there's probably four or 5,000 people that will hear this. And that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, I mean, you've spoken in front of hundreds and hundreds. Yeah, probably three or 400, I think. It doesn't bug me in the least. So, you know, with all that said, the end of the podcast is a result of the growth that we have undergone making the podcast. And so we kind of wanted to discuss the journey that we had and, you know, why we did the things we did and just kind of put a capstone on stuff. Guys, when this
0: is over, we're still out here. You can, should be able to still reach us. I mean, our first episode was hello world. Yeah. Episode zero. Yeah. Episode zero. Hello world. Where we, we discussed, like we kind of interviewed each other and talked about like where we were coming from. And so, Now, this final episode, episode 418, is going to be pretty much us talking about where we've been and this journey. Yeah, I'm just looking at the, you know, the episode zero show notes,
1: which, you know, like that's the other thing we learned. Yeah, we got to do a little better on the. Oh, yes. Yeah, because there just wasn't much there. And we called that a preview episode. That's
0: right. Yeah. Our first real episode was uh, talking tech to non-developers. Yeah. And by the way, this is not to say that we
1: won't, that neither of us will do podcasting ever again. It just may be a different subject or a different
0: audience. Yeah. So anyway, let's... uh, Let's go ahead and get into it. Yeah. So first off, why we got into podcasting in the first place. One of the big things for me was I was breaking into software development and I needed to establish myself. And from my perspective, Beach had
1: a bit of a rough time. The early 2010s, not necessarily his friends. No, <laughs> no, definitely not. He was in a pretty bad spot coming out of med school. And mm. we knew that he was interested in, in software dev and had some natural aptitude, frankly, in that direction. And we're like, well, if you're used to working an insane number of hours a day anyway and obsessing over things why not obsess over this? Because it seems to be a pretty good Skinner box for you. Those discussions I think happened in 2014, I want to say like the spring maybe. And you kind of got him going on the software dev. You know, he came in uh, the whiteboard that's right behind me that you can't see because it's an audio only podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was where we kind of went over different concepts as he was learning. And it was to help him kind of get into it when he first suggested the idea. I didn't overly love the idea because again, there's all that, that fear of like, I don't want to get out in front of a bunch of people. Like what if they don't like me? It's like, if they don't like you, they're not going to listen to you. You don't have to worry about it.
0: Oh yeah. That's, that's your attitude now. What was funny is you were kind of against it at first. And then we went to, it was that Microsoft. It was like a little one day conference at Microsoft. I took a day off work That's yeah, and I got downsized that day. You did, you did. I remember because we were in my truck and I had to drive you back and help you like unload, like carry your stuff from your desk
1: out. And I made a phone call, you know, leaving there and and had contract work by the time I got home that was paying
0: more. Yeah, just 100% remote, but uh, yeah. So at that, at lunchtime, we were sitting around a table and we're just we have natural banter because we've been friends for a long time, but also people sitting around us stopped their conversations to sit and listen to like us back and forth. Yeah. And even told us like some of his coworkers and friends were like, you guys should start a podcast. And like, I saw in your eyes, you're like, Hmm, because we'd already talked about it. And you've been like, no, I don't want to do that. And then like, that was the moment that it started to like really sink in. Hey, this would be a good idea. Cause I saw that in your face. And then there's another
1: person that we know that I ran the idea by him. Mm -hmm. And he tried to discourage me from doing it big time. And that's when I really decided to do it (laughs) out of just spite. And you know how that is. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's what got us into it. Now, when it started, I thought, okay, we're going to do this for a couple of months. He's going to get a job and he's going to get too busy. Right. Because, you know, he's newly single, you know, new career, getting back into a new city. Like, he's just not going to have time. I'll do it, do it a couple of months. I got, okay, worst case, I got a crappy Blue Yeti microphone. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it would go for eight episodes. It went literally 52 times as long or almost 52.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember when we started, you're like, you're saying, you know, we're probably only going to get about four or five downloads. So They'll just be our family and stuff. Um, we got what, like 50 downloads, 25, 50 downloads, our first episode. Yeah. And you're like, Whoa. That's a lot more than I expected.
1: Yeah, it was really surreal. Especially because we did a crap job of promoting it. Like, I would never do things that way now. (laughs) A crap job of promoting it.
0: We didn't promote it at all. We just put it out. Yeah, it is kind of... We're not really sure how those people even found us. Well, in our defense, eight years ago, there weren't as many software development podcasts out there. Yeah, And then it kind of took off when we were on um, .net rocks .net rocks that's where we really got a big like boost is from that and that was amusing too because like
1: i sent them an email you know like with a uh, proposal you know for an episode and i thought okay there's no way we'll get on there but i was like this will teach i can learn from how to from doing this how to do it better and eventually maybe be able to get on there and then they accepted and I got the email 30 seconds before we went live or not live recording, but we actually started recording. And so I did not want to tell Beej about that and like mess with his mojo before recording. Cause I was counting on him to bail me out when I you know froze up. And so I like had to just sit on that until we got done recording. I'm like, Hey, I,
0: I did a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was all apologetic about it too. He's like, I'm sorry. I did this without telling you. And I'm like, no, nah, dude, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, it was a whole
1: lot of like feeling like a dog that finally caught the car. It's like, what now? <laughs>
0: you know, that actually worked. Oh my goodness! A big thing with uh with me too is this gave me a focus for learning. Yeah, and
1: it did the same for me too. Like, there's so much stuff that I wouldn't have gotten into as deeply without this, even with a full time job
0: teaching something. You have to know it better than just learning it, and so. With the podcast, we've always looked at it as an educational podcast. So we kind of have seen ourselves as sort of teachers, mentors on here. And so because of that, we have put a lot of effort into learning this stuff so that we know what we're saying is accurate because we are our target audience. We're the pedantic guys that will call you out if you get something wrong. I mean, just earlier today, I was reading, uh, I think it was a Ranker article, and I don't know how they got the difference between accept and accept wrong. Like, accept with an A and accept with an E. They got those wrong. Yeah. Like, do you not have copy editors
1: at all? Probably not. Not like anything. I've seen some stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm just like, I can't read this. It's giving me a headache just looking at it. So, yeah. Anyway, not to call them out, but to call them out.
1: Yeah. You know, we have kept going on the podcast. And
0: yeah, it's largely been good. There have been plenty of times it's been difficult. Yeah. You know, one thing that I have learned on this podcast, probably better than anything else we've, like, either one of us has learned, is conflict resolution. Oh, yeah. Because we've had some serious... Yeah. We have. And we're both very passionate about the stuff we do. And we, we've both been very passionate about the podcast. And sometimes very opinionated. And sometimes those opinions weren't the same. Yeah. And we even did an episode on that when we we really like butted heads. Yeah, I remember that. Like We were halfway through recording an episode. And we were just both getting angry. We stopped. And I forget which one of us said it, but like, I'm getting really upset right now. I think it was you that said that. Yeah. And then you were like, yeah, me too. I was like, let's stop and talk about it. And we did. And we ended up writing a very popular conflict resolution episode and recording that that night. Yeah. So I guess let's talk about what we
1: learned from podcasting. Obviously, that the conflict resolution is a big part. I think one of the other things is the power of habit. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a routine and you go, okay, Wednesday nights, I record like all the people around me. No, I'm not available Wednesday night. I can't do anything like right now. My wife is at a house party that, you know, some childhood friends of hers are having, and I'm not going to be there because they like, well, for one thing, we found out like two days ago. (laughs) It's like, Hey, Wednesday night, I can't. And just, and having a routine and having a structure. And every time you run
0: into a bump, try to figure out how to make that bump not happen. Or how you can use that bump to like turn it to a good thing. Like rather than being overwhelmed by, oh my goodness, this is horrible. Like one of the things we've had to learn to do is to take setbacks and go, all right, what can we learn from this? And how can we turn this around? Yeah. And, you know, the way we outlined episodes changed over the years because we
1: initially were fairly loose (laughs) with the outlines. Mm -hmm. (laughs) we started kind of trying to deal with how we both go off topic by fixing the outlines. And that worked for a while, but then it's like, Hey, you've got two people who spend a lot of time writing. You got, you know, one dude who's a former med student. When you turn those kind of people loose on making outlines, you get outlines. You really, really get outlines. (laughs) And so we had a problem in the other direction and we've had to adjust that. So, you're going to continually recalibrate as you learn new things, as you change going through. Cause it's, you know, it's a dynamic between people and you know, you're also in a dynamic with yourself. That's a big thing we learned. I'd also say the power of consistency, like really trying to make sure that we always delivered an episode every Thursday we missed. I think there's one time that it was late. What
0: maybe twice. There was one time we used to have a friend who passed away, we did an episode about that. Like he, at midnight or 1am when they came out, he was up to hear the episode to make sure that we didn't miss anything or something like that. And he would let us know if it didn't publish. There was one time it was the next morning It was after he passed. It was the next morning that we found out it hadn't been published because there was a website error. And then there's a couple of times that they were, it was published late. There's one time, only one week that we missed in all eight years. It was a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was a few weeks ago. I was in Europe and I was dealing with job crap going on at the previous gig. And yeah, it was the week I came back. So, or like the week I was coming back. So like I found out after I got back on Wednesday and I'm like, well, what happened there is it uh, the episode was in the queue as a draft and not as I scheduled to be published. yeah. And so I don't think I could have done anything about it because I didn't have a laptop with me. I might have been able to get on on my phone. I'm not even sure I could have done that.
1: You know, if you had noticed it and had pinged me about it, I would have gotten in there and figured it out if I had to just force it. Because I can open a MySQL connection. I will make it happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we may not like how it comes out, <laughs> yeah. but it'll be there. That's true. That's true that is one thing that when we first started this, we both committed to do was, hey, if we're going to do this, we're going to ensure that we are consistent. Because it makes you part of people's routine, right? That, and that's, that's how you grow and how they grow. Like, that's how they get mm-hmm. the value out of it. And so that's what we did. And we, we put that effort into being consistent every week. And one thing that we did was plan ahead by recording we tried to stay a month ahead four weeks ahead of where we actually were the nice thing about that is we had a couple of times where one of us was sick so we missed a week and then the next very next week the other one was sick yeah so but we still had enough buffer to where we could make it up i think the closest we ever got to the wire was there was one or two weeks where we recorded on monday and published on thursday yeah, that's when I was editing. My, and that Wednesday night was a rough Wednesday night.
1: Yeah, I remember those.
0: That didn't happen very often. But yeah. Well, and I think you know that brings up another point that we learned
1: was it is very valuable to do the things you're good at and then outsource the rest as soon as you can. And I'm not saying Beach did bad work on the editing. I'm saying it's not a good use of his time. Like, you know, if he's spending that much time on the podcast, like spend it on the podcast, not on the editing. Plus, your life kind of started recovering too. And it was the point where it was like, hey, you really don't need to be spending 15, 20
0: hours a week on the podcast. It's a bit much. I I mean, I remember there was, I can't remember her name, this girl that I started talking to, we almost dated. And she got very upset that I couldn't talk to her because I was editing the podcast. Yeah. That's another thing that I learned is to look at those kinds of relationships, not just dating relationships, but friendships too. Of, hey, are you pulling me away from this goal that I have? And I'm not saying be like heartless and goal-oriented because that's definitely not who I am. We did that whole painful series. I enjoyed the conversations, but oh my goodness, y'all, those Enneagram episodes, those were some of the most in-depth episodes we wrote. But, you know, you talk about like the people that oppose your
1: goals. That is another thing that I really feel like I learned. I kind of knew this was there before, but like you don't realize how many people are just energized by hating you that are in your social circle. And Beige and I both probably have a few people in mind that we know have like, they've been encouraging to our face and then they've talked trash about us behind our backs about this. And that happened for a while, and we've cut most of those people out. Or all of them out, I guess, technically. We're still cordial, but we're just like, all right, (laughs) you stay over there. That was interesting, learning that. The other thing you learn is you got some people that'll come out of nowhere, and they are on your team, jumping in, helping you. A great example is Jason Belcher, uh, who did some of the music for the podcast. Uh, He also taught Beach, the audio editing stuff. I mean, just really...
0: Stepped up. That's true. He really is early on, he just like came on and really rocked it. This thing would not have lasted as long as it
1: did without him, specifically, because man, he jumped in and really took a lot of the pain
0: out. Now that we've talked about kind of what we've learned from podcasting, and there's been a lot more lessons, guys. Like these are the big ones that have been over and over again. And like we said earlier, Will would not have gotten into learning a foreign language or even thought he could without what he learned here. I would never have thought that I could get into music without what I learned here and the process of seeing people who, working with people with like the developer launchpad group we had and seeing people who didn't have a natural talent at software development put in the work and effort and
1: be good developers. Yeah, and better than a lot of people that we knew that had the talent and didn't
0: do anything with it. Right, right. And to me, I saw that and I was like, well, you know, I don't feel talented with music, but I can put in the effort and get the skill. Yeah.
1: And I mean, maybe that's another thing we could say we learned is like actually trusting the process. Like if you're doing the right stuff and you are just you just put your nose to the grindstone, you can get somewhere. You can get a podcast with a million downloads. I don't even know where we are now. I have, I've stopped looking at the numbers. Oh, 1.5
0: million. Okay.
1: Yeah, because yeah. it, like, it was a big deal until we hit a million, and then it's like, do I actually care to look now? I, I don't. It was a great goal, but once I got it,
0: it was just kind of, okay, next. Yeah. We did kind of, we have sort of stopped looking at the numbers as much. Uh, another thing I learned is get the money up front. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For real. I won't name names, but there have been some advertisers that we've had that still haven't paid us for the ads that we have run. One that has always been very consistent and a great guy has been Lucas. We've had a solid relationship with him for years. And he almost always pays early, to be honest with you guys, for the ad spot. He's good people. And you know that says
1: a lot just there too, You know, as far as the quality that you're going to get is
0: that he does that. Yeah. Now that we've, I guess, discussed what we've learned, let's go into what you guys are probably all really curious about. We've kind of hinted at it a little bit, but why we are leaving podcasting and stepping away if it's such a great thing that we've gained a lot from.
1: Because there are other great things. That's really the deal. Like, one thing as we have gone through this process is we've gotten better at identifying opportunities. Mm -hmm. And we see, like, we're swimming in them. And you're not really aware of that until you do something like this where you have to build an awareness. Mm -hmm. But once you do, you're like, holy crap, why did I ever think there was a shortage of options? Do you remember when we first started coming up with episode ideas? Yeah. And how long that took. Oh, it was so painful. It's like two pictures of margarita in like a four hour period. And we came up with like four episode ideas or something. Yeah, I mean, it was just absolute trash. And now like we could sit through a a, a staff meeting and come up with like five
0: and they're better ideas than what we had then. Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. And I kind of remember when it clicked. It just kind of clicked over and we both were like, oh, we just started seeing the world differently. And that was from that effort that we put in. And it's because we've started seeing the world differently that we are seeing these other opportunities and we have other things that that we want to do. I mean, this well, is taking up. And I think the other thing too, is we both have learned that when you want to
1: change what you're doing, you actually figure out how you need to see the world differently and make that happen. And the rest of it lines
0: up. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I'm, I'm going to use an example from my personal life here for that from dating, because I mean, straight up, y'all know I'm out there in the dating world and Will's giving me a funny look because you know, it's been, it's been a subject. Here and there well it's been a while since he's been in the dating world so you know
1: yeah we used to send each other cuneiform tablets <laughs> complain about <laughs> copper merchants to each other you know that kind of stuff long time yeah, ago, yeah. long long time ago
0: back in the the, the ancient times yeah the before times for the plague years at least Right. well before the plague years but uh, anyway so one thing that I, I have realized is who I am and the way I present myself, it affects the type of women that are attracted to me. Right. And it runs off the ones that you don't want if you're doing it right. That's the other thing too. (laughs) What I have learned is, and in part from the podcast here, is if I want to attract some, like if I'm not attracting the type of women that I want, then I need to change me. I've talked to so many guys and like I'm in a couple of, Dating groups. I'm in one called Dating for Christian Nerds. Big surprise. And I, I've talked to some guys from there and from my church and from other places, and they just have this idea that's like, what's wrong with them and stuff? I'm like, it's not. It's you need to look at you and go, hey, what am I doing or not doing that is causing me to either be attractive to someone I'm not interested in or that is not attracting or unattractive to the type of person that I am interested in? And I got that from what Will was saying. Like I didn't have that mentality back before we started doing the podcast. And it was like doing this podcast, I, I realized that. And and because of that, I have been looking at not just my dating life, but other aspects of my life and going, all right, what where do I want to go? Where do I want to be in, you know, we're huge on here about your goals and where you want to be in 5 to 10 years and making sure that what you're doing now aligns with that and is working toward that and that changes well you had to become the person that can do that goal yeah and that's what the the podcast got me like the stuff required to do the podcast got me to here but now i look at where my goals are and the podcast this is not the journey to get there it's like I've driven, I'm trying to go from Iowa to England and I've driven to New York. I can't keep driving across the Atlantic. Well, you can, you're just going to drown. Yeah, yeah. Like I could take a boat or a plane, but what got me to that point isn't going to keep getting me there. And that's a thing that I've been noticing for a while and so has Will. And we've Finally, had a conversation last week about it. Well, yeah, because like we've both been noticing it on our own, but you don't want to bring something like that up
1: just because it, it sort of makes it real. Once you do that, and then after a while, you start going, "Well, I really should say something." Yeah, you know, that's part of it. The time commitment is also a pretty big deal. So, like I typically write podcast episodes on Sunday morning, uh, mm-hmm. and it's three or four hours to write an outline. Then we record on Wednesday nights. It's at least an hour and a half. What it really effectively does, though, uh, because I get up at five in the morning and I'm done with work at five in the evening. Although now that I'm self-employed, I can actually like, not do that that way. No, that occurs to me. But you know, if you've got an hour and a half after that, it's 630 and I've been going to bed at eight because I have to get up at five in the morning to get my daughter to the bus stop on time you know, during the school year. And so it effectively means there's one night a week that I can't really do anything. And I have to be really conscientious on the weekends to not burn the time that I need to write an outline. Because when I have to write it on Monday, it's rough. I have three hours before I start working, but, you know, and I can do it. And I can write after I get done working, too. But And I can write Tuesday, technically, after I get done working, too. But I don't like doing it that close. So there's a big time commitment. The other thing is the podcast website, because it is hosted on WordPress, or it's not hosted on WordPress, it's a WordPress site. So It's on, uh, on fluidhosting.com. It comes under attack in Spikes. And so I have fairly frequently had to drop everything I'm doing and go try to deal with stuff. Like uh, mostly by changing the Apache config so that you just can't get to the login page for a little while until the attack goes away. And it's like, okay, now I'll just flip it back. But we've also been hacked and I've had to deal with that. And so that's fairly interruptive. Um, Another thing that gets us a lot too is if one of us or the other of us can't record, then we've got to double up. And that makes that week much harder.
0: Yeah, because usually what that means is we're both writing an episode that week. So rather than having a week off, each of us have two weeks of writing in a row. And so it's, I don't do mine on Sunday mornings because, well, I've got church a little later in the morning and I, I like to get up and I'm not a morning person. I get up at five so that I can be functional by seven or eight. Whereas I get up at five so I can be functional by five 15.
1: Yeah. Cause the yeah. coffee pot takes 12 minutes,
0: but yeah, that's me. It takes me a while to, to kind of ramp up to the morning. So I get up early so that I can be good to go at an earlier hour. I usually do my writing in the evenings because that's where I've, got my most creativity. And so when we were recording on Tuesdays, I was doing it on a lot of times on Monday nights. And then we moved. Then I started uh, doing piano lessons with my friend every other Monday when it wasn't my turn on. Sometimes we'd have like a, a double or something and I would go do my piano lesson, come home and write. Those were stressful, but they weren't terrible. Well, on Tuesdays, when we were recording on Tuesdays, it was
1: brutal for me because I have Russian class on Tuesday and Friday mornings. And so it was, you start a foreign language class at six o'clock in the morning. And if you're recording two podcast episodes that night, you're done at eight at night and you didn't do anything else all day except work and be in class and be recording. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't want it to sound like we're just complaining about the podcast because we, especially earlier on, we loved it and... When I was living up there and coming over to Will's and we recorded in person, for me as an extrovert, that was great because we got to actually hang out. And I used to tell people we have a podcast and basically it's an excuse for me and my best friend to get together, drink beer, and geek out. Yeah. Though neither one of us drinks anymore. Uh, That's another thing that I don't think the podcast is the reason for, but it definitely had an influence on. Yeah. Well, just having that much stuff crammed
1: in the schedule for me is actually what stopped me as far as drinking alcohol. It wasn't like I had a problem or anything else, although you probably did hear me slur once or twice in uh,
0: <laughs> or some of the early episodes. Especially when we were doing like there was one time we recorded three or four in a row and we were drinking the whole time. So that by that last one.
2: Yeah,
1: it was pretty bad. I'm not sure how obvious it was, but my thing was as I started looking, I'm like, how much of my time is taken up either being buzzed and not being at my best or being mildly hung over. Cause like I, I get hung over if I have anything and you know, how bad is that hurting me as far as my time? And it was a chunk of time. And once I stopped, I had so much more time to do stuff. That's kind of the deal here too. It's not, Hey, we don't like doing this. It's we have other things that we need to be doing to go where we're trying to get uh, individually. And by the
0: way, that is not the same direction anymore. Yeah. That's another thing that is that, Will and I are both going in a little bit of a different direction. Not complete opposite directions or anything like that, but our lives are kind of taking us in, in different directions now, and we've got different focuses. Yeah. Uh, and we don't fight that anymore. That's
1: the other thing that I think that we had to learn here too, is you, when you're doing creative stuff, like
0: you're not in charge, really. Yeah. It's in charge. We've talked the negative. Let's talk the positive. Let's talk about where we're going now what we're going to do next. And you know, since we are going in slightly different directions, where our goals are and where we're headed and what we want to do, because that has been the biggest influence. When we were talking about it, we were talking about not how much we struggled and stuff like that. Because when you're passionate about something, the time doesn't matter. The effort doesn't matter. What's happened is our passions have changed. Yeah. That was our conversation. We, we talked about what we wanted to do And it was not in line with having a podcast. So here we are. (laughs) That's what led to this decision. It was not one of us saying, I want out. It was both of us going, hey, like it's time.
2: Yeah.
1: So as far as where we're going next, obviously I am self-employed again. um, And I am getting contract work. I've done better with my pipeline. So that's probably going to be the focus for the very near term is just getting all that stuff working. Mm-hmm. And get everything stable and like I need it to be. And frankly, just having some downtime. I've been very limited on the amount of that that I've had for some time. I need to ease up a little bit so that I'm not burnt out, especially with the additional stress. Over the longer term, I've got a variety of different ideas you know, as far as businesses to try. There's a pretty good chance that I will start a YouTube channel which I would have never, ever thought of doing before this. Like that is just diametrically
0: opposed. Y'all, he bought a green screen. Yeah. I helped him set it up and then tear it down. But you know, yeah. And I set it up the other day. I
1: still got to figure out some, like there's some things I don't love about it. But anyway, there's going to be some stuff uh, around that. Uh, Obviously I will be, you know, doing the consulting stuff. Yeah, and who knows, I may kick out a course. There's plenty of options. Like I've got a, you know, I've got a notebook full of options. Mhm. So that's kind of where I'm going. The other thing I'm going to be doing is really, really doubling down on my Russian language learning so that I can hire people overseas to do some work cuz any meeting I have with them is going to have to be after hours. I can't do that on top of a consulting workload. So there are large populations who speak that language in 11 time zones. It's not great right now, but, you know, these times end eventually. So
0: that's kind of what I'm counting on. So with me, my life is moving more towards the creative. I have kind of started a a creative business with my photography, but also doing some web development and design for small businesses. And I really want to build that up, build up a clientele with that. And, focus on my photography. That's one thing that I have not. I I got to the skill level where now I'm leading the team at church. But I still feel pretty much like a basic photographer. I can do the stuff I can do, but I haven't really grown any in the last few years. Basically, since I took over leading and my mentor in photography got married and moved away, I, I haven't grown as much in that. That's on me because I haven't pushed myself. grow in that area and part of the reason I haven't done that is because hey I've got a skill that I can do and I'm good at but I've got all these other things going on that are taking up my time so I haven't put the effort into that the other thing I really want to do is focus on my music and not to make any money which is a really weird thing for me to say because it's historically I've only done like I've only stuck with something if I thought I could make money with it like I played Pogs because I could sell the ones that I won when I was younger. If y'all remember Pogs, Uh, you know, like I, I had little businesses going on. I collected trading cards when I was younger so that I could collect and sell them and make money off of them. Same with comic books. Like everything I've done has been with that sort of like business entrepreneurial mindset. And so having an actual hobby like music or painting, that's something I love to do, but I haven't done in months almost a year because i've been so busy with other stuff and so i really want to focus on my non-profitable hobbies the things that i enjoy doing just because i enjoy doing them not because they're going to bring me a profit and also be profitable with my creative business so that's the direction i am headed right now also i'm just going to be honest i i fully expect that at some point in the future I'm going to move to Albania and so a big part of moving there is knowing the language and I'm getting better and better at it but I want to be able to focus even more on that so my short-term focus is fluency in Albanian and my piano stuff uh, two of those were big goals for me this year anyway you guys remember our, our resolutions episode at the end of last year. But uh, yeah, those are two of the big things that are going on with me right now. That's where I want to put my focus. That's the direction my life is going. And if I had the, the time to put the effort in there, then I really could grow a photography business, a creative business where I'm not just doing photography, but I'm doing other things too. And I'd have that freedom to do that. I need to build a website for myself and I haven't had the time to do that because I've been... Well, I did pick up a pretty big project paid project which is really nice but I'm still a little bit behind on that because just so much stuff going on and I really want to be able to wrap that up move on to the next one and start building up that clientele because at some point in the future as much as I love my job I do want to break out and do stuff on my own and start my own company and I don't know that Will ever wants to hire anyone to work for him but I would actually like to have a company where I have people working for me. I'll have contractors. I don't want to have employees. Cuz that that comes with a lot of other
1: stuff and it's a different mindset too. Yeah, you know, because like what I would need is is
0: probably not employees. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. And that's the thing. And just because we're going slightly different directions now, we're still I mean we've been friends for 20 something years, 22. 22 yeah about 22 years i don't think our friendship is going anywhere and there's a good chance that we'll do something like we've already talked about some ideas of things that we could do in the future together so it may not be a podcast it may be a podcast who knows we may start a small business podcast sometime in the future we don't know those are things we're not not sure about i can only tell you where where i plan on focusing my time and that is my music and creativity like my music and photography especially but also with the the building up a clientele for that creative business.
1: Yeah, and you know, you mentioned the the creativity. Like, I want to do more writing, but
0: not nonfiction. But it's going to be a hot minute before I can do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd love to get back into ri- like seriously writing poetry, not just you know, here and there. Yeah, uh, like I used to. But that takes a lot of focus and a level of focus I haven't had,
1: and it takes headspace.
0: Like, you have to be in the mindset of doing that. And when you're doing
1: this, you're not. It's just not the same thing.
0: You're right. It's not like this takes up a lot of creativity. And I I don't want to say it's a zero-sum game, but there's a finite amount of time and there's a finite amount of capacity that I have for creativity for anything. Yeah. And releasing this. Like, that's what I feel like we're doing. I feel like we are releasing this. That it's it's been with us for a long time and we are now turning it loose and going, hey, this was a great thing that we had. There are other people when we first started, there were not nearly as many software development podcasts out there. Now there are so many, and people doing such a much, like so much of a better job at us than us than we've ever done at this.
2: Yeah.
1: So well, and I think that's the other thing too, is we have learned to pivot away from stuff where other people have come in and done something similar or something better. So like our developer launch pad meetup was a great example of that, right? Like getting people trained to be able to handle developer interviews early on. I mean, there wasn't really much doing that. I can't remember the group now that was doing it and then they kind of stopped. But now that stuff has kind of gotten in like Nashville software school. They include a lot of the stuff. That's sort of what we were teaching. And we're not mad about that, right? Cause we, Like our goal was to make it easier for
0: people to get the jobs. It wasn't like there was no money in it. Yeah. It wasn't even a self-glorification thing. It was literally, we were trying to help people. And if there's someone doing a better job at it than us, then I'm going to point you to them. Yeah. And and get out of the way and go do something else. Yeah. Because that's one of the things that you and I are very good at is we're good at blazing the trail. We're good at being the risk takers that try something new. And then someone comes along behind us and goes, hey, that was a great idea, but I can do it better. And they usually can. And we're good at getting out of the way then. <laughs> and it's completely fine. Yeah, yeah. because there's always something new for us to do. And that's where we are right now. So guys, before we close out the episode, we just want to say some goodbyes to certain people and some thank yous. Uh, I know Will's already mentioned a few people. So we'll start with uh, with Jason, Jason Belcher. Man, dude, thank you yeah. so much for all the help you get, you gave us for your friendship over the years, man, it's been great. And hopefully we can continue that friendship even without the podcast, but we wouldn't be here now. We would not have continued this podcast if it hadn't been for Jason's help. Yeah. From the early days,
1: there's also Aaron, Dave. Let's see who else was on some of the early ones. Cody came on a few. Yeah. Yeah. John Sanmez helped a bunch and uh, you know, John has been on, I think, twice, but he has helped in the background too. You know, because I'll periodically ping him with stuff and go, "Hey, you know, here's what's going on." He has been a very good advisor in a, yeah. a lot of respects. He also published my second book. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, heck of a good dude.
0: I, I want to say a shout out to uh, a good friend of mine, my friend Whitney, who uh, has also been a podcaster as well. But she's given me some great advice over the years. With uh, probably the more recent. Years with podcasting and and stuff, so shout out to uh, to her on that. Yeah, I give a shout out to
1: my wife Kathleen and my daughter Maggie when we started this thing. Let's see, eight years ago. I'm just thinking. Let's see, Maggie was six. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, that's quite a bit. It's hard having dad go downstairs and lock the door, you know, one night a week mm-hmm. and not be able to interact. And my wife Kathleen is. You know, been one of our biggest fans from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, listening to the podcast, you know, on her commute every day. Mm. Uh, So, yeah.
0: So, thank you guys. One shout out that, uh, he won't hear it, but I still want to shout it out to him. Jason. Jason. Yeah. Uh, Jason Benton. He, uh, he was our first fan. He was our first, uh, Patreon donor and just, Always supported from the moment we told him we were going to do this. He was behind it 100%. He was behind it better than we were quite a few times. (laughs) We talk about the guy that would stay up and listen to it when it first came out. That was Jason. Yeah. Like he would double check everything for us. Like he really, really supported this from the very beginning up until the day he passed away. He was our biggest fan. And like, Also one of our closest friends. And so, yeah, miss him all the time. But uh, so big shout out to him because he he was always there for us. So I'm trying to think there's, I mean, there've been other people that have been on. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, shout out to the guys from Coding Blocks.
1: Yeah, for real.
0: Because we've done some like, I don't think we've really crossed done anything like with each other on the shows, but like we've had several calls with them and developed a, a bit of a friendship with them. Yeah. And, uh, then there is also a uh, shout out to Jamie Taylor. Yeah. He's got the a podcast too, but he, he's on our Slack and has done stuff with us. Speaking of that, um, shout out to everyone on Patreon. Yeah. For real. This thing would have fallen apart much quicker. <laughs>
1: You know, and it didn't really fall apart. It just got finished. It's a the completed complete developer podcast, as it were.
0: Yeah. Because it was literally because of you that we're able to keep this going. You know, it was because of you guys that we were able to hire a an editor and free up my time because if we hadn't been able to do that, I don't know that we would have kept doing this as I got busier.
2: Yeah.
1: And the financial aspect was, you know, there was a time there you know, when I changed jobs and I took a pay cut yeah, and that would have been pretty hard to justify
0: too. So, right. And a special shout out to the crew that's been on the aftercast with us. You guys have been amazing. I think some of them came on one of the episodes probably that was the April 1st episode, I believe. I think that's right. It's so
1: weird for us because like, we're not on the same calendar as people listening. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, just shout out to you guys. Yeah, we've had we've had a lot of people come through there, but it's it's been great. Mike and Chris have pretty much been there for the whole time, and then we had uh, Brandon and Jasmine. And am I missing anybody? Is that everybody that's been on there?
1: I think that's everybody that's been on on the actual uh, Aftercast. Yeah, yeah. So that brings up another thing too. Uh, at some point, we will be taking the podcast website down, but what we're probably going to do is have stuff hosted elsewhere like it's not going to disappear off the internet we just got to figure out what that looks like so in case anybody you
2: know,
0: we'll leave the slack channel up too and we'll be available there to answer the questions that you guys have Uh, also um, we will let everyone know probably through slack and maybe on the website before we take it down so I'm trying to think if there's anyone else to to say anything my boss at uh, our Sunday visitor uh, Zach Bonstead
1: Really gave a lot of encouragement, listened to the podcast. Apparently, binge listened, like, which I cannot imagine having to listen to my voice any more than I already do. But yeah, you know, he listened uh, quite a bit. So yeah, just a lot of encouragement, you know, especially during the COVID years.
0: Yeah. And just a few final things. Uh, Shout out to our editor, Julian and his team. Julian, it was great meeting you when I was in Paris a few weeks ago. A lot of fun. Took me out to a really cool restaurant. Hopefully, uh, we'll be back in the fall of next year and uh, we can do it again. So, you got my contact information. I know I left you a message at the beginning of the the episode before we started, but uh, you got my contact info, so keep in touch. Also, big shout out to Lucas with Level Up because we have it's been a constant battle with a few of the advertisers that we've had on the podcast. Some of them have been good and I don't want to like call anybody out, but we've had a few that just, it was
1: was like pulling teeth to get them to pay or there
0: were, there were issues and yeah. Get the copy from them, find out what they wanted us to even say, stuff like that. Not with Lucas. Lucas has been upfront, straightforward and just generally easy and pleasant to work with. And so Lucas, we just want to give you another shout out and thank you. And just one last time, tell everybody to check out his services. LevelUpFinancialPlanning.com Just go there. It's great. He has a lot of really good stuff and he really does work with you. Yeah. And I think if
1: you're listening to what we're saying in this episode about the fact that we grew personally and that's why we're stepping away from this. We're stepping into something else, not stepping away from something, as mm-hmm. it were. You know, if you want to be able to do that, your finances are a big part of that. And he can help you uh, get there. So also feel free, you know, if you guys, any of y'all are starting a podcast, those kind of things, and you want to reach out, we're normal people. Okay. It, we've both had the experience of people acting like we're like super cool because we do a podcast. It's literally two rednecks in a basement. Always has been. So, yeah, we're totally willing to help. You know, we want to see other people be successful as well. We've learned a lot. We can help you. So definitely reach out to us uh, if there's anything you need on that. Also, if, you know, you need software development work. We're both pretty
0: decent developers, I'd say. There's days I wonder about some of my code, but yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. Same here. Same here.
1: I've seen some stuff this
0: week that I wrote in like
1: 2004. (laughs) It's oh my. still running, man. I recognize it, and I'm like,
0: "Huh." All right. And the the last group of people that we want to thank and give a shout out to is our listeners, you guys, because yeah. literally we would not have done this without you. Could not because we're literally doing this like for you guys. Like we talked about how much we we got out of it. One of the big things that we've gotten out of this is the friendships. The people who come up to us at conferences and say hi. And like it means so much when someone sends us a message and says, Hey, that episode really helped me out, or you guys yeah. put me on a different path. Or several people have said, Hey, I started listening to you guys when we started, when I started school, or when I was thinking about getting into software development. And because of this episode, or because you said that, like it really helped me with this process and stuff. And that's why we have continued to do this all these years. And And some of those people are managers now. Yeah. Like, (laughs) they just popped right on out the top. Oh, yeah. And it's not, like Will said, this is not walking away from something. It's walking towards something else. Because we both have these goals that we want to do. And so we're going for them. And we want you guys to do the same. When you have something that is on your heart, a passion, go after it. Pursue it. Even if you're terrible at it, like we were when we first started. Go after it and pursue it because you'll get
1: better. That's kind of the whole point of being a complete developer, right? Like, you may find that you're developing yourself, and the code is part of it, but it's not the whole thing.
0: All right, guys. That's pretty much
1: all we got. Yep. Stand by for Titanfall. If you have a question or comment, please email us at neckbeards at complete developer Our theme music is an excerpt from Standby for Titanfall by Purebells Bells, available
0: on SoundCloud and licensed through Creative Commons. For references, show notes, and extra tips and insights, be sure to check out the website at completedeveloperpodcast.com. Help us make the show possible by supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. You'll get extras, including a weekly aftercast where we discuss the topic of the week and bonus material with some of our patrons.
1: You can also follow us on Twitter at complete pod. Like our page on Facebook and follow us on Instagram to keep up with news about the show. Join the conversation anytime via Slack by signing up at slack.completedevelopernetwork.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.